Welcome back to the Metric Stack Podcast. I am thrilled today to be joined by Ramley John. Ramley is the number one Amazon best-selling author of product-led onboarding. He's also director of content at AppQs. Ramley is also a creator, producer, and host of Growth Marketing Today, a weekly marketing podcast, and a product-led growth coach with Product-Led, the Institute for Leading Communities through the PLG process. My name is Alan Villa, uh, co-founder and CEO at Clipfolio. Lauren Thibodeau, my trusty co-host, is on vacation uh, this week, so we're flying solo. Ramley, so glad to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Alan. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So today we're talking about uh, activation or user activation rate. So Ramley, maybe before we get into some of the nitty gritty, um, maybe you can sort of set the stage. Uh, what kind of business objectives should we be thinking about as we dive into this metric? Yeah, I mean, it really is. I, I would say it's probably one of the most important metrics in the, the pirate metrics. I mean, it really does, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit more, but it impacts retention, it impacts referral, it impacts revenue, but it sets the stage uh, for the first impression that people have for a product. And we all know first impressions really matter. You know, first impression with your boss, first impression with your spouse, your spouse, your partner, and like activation is such a cre critical a metric for that first impression with your product uh, so and and then so how would you define it uh because i think activation is one of those nebulous metrics right so you know you 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 can count very easily how many leads you know you got in the funnel you can count exactly how many wins you have in the funnel right and and it's similar across every company but what is what does activation mean uh, how would you define it best for our audience yeah, that's where the tricky part of this metric is, is what is that the term, what, what activation re is really depends on how a company defines it within, but really you, you want to tie that the activation really needs to be tied back to a really critical uh, user action within the product that shows that they've experienced value with the product. And I can give you a few examples, like, you know, the classic ones is like with Uber, uh, you know, when you book that first versus uh you know car ride or airbnb but it gets really harder with b2b products where like let's say like like hubspot or salesforce where you can do a thousand things with it and you know you really have to define that within your team and trying to dig into the data and the numbers and talking to your customers for us at appcuse it is it is also a, a similar issue where like what what is activation for us and you know uh, we we've we've kind of you know quote unquote struggled with it try to really figure this out we define and through user interviews and through the data we found like there's this one key moment when people realize you know during user interviews like they get the aha moment you know like we was like ah i get it the activation moment for us is when people actually start designing like a flow or an onboarding flow whether that's you know like a product tour or some kind of checklist within like a, their app themselves so you know people have to install this chrome plugin and when they start seeing how easy it is to actually design like a flow with with uh, it's like oh i don't have to bother my engineering or design team with this uh so that's that's how we define activation and now that we know what activation is for us like that moment when people start realizing and seeing the value of the product uh is when we we can really dig into the activation rate. and 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 once you have that defined like once somebody gets to an activation aha moment is it then possible like do you then have 
line of sight towards how many people are going to convert into paying customers? Like, do you have that sort of sense of security that previously, if you didn't, if you weren't defining activation, you just have this huge blob of users, you don't really know who's going to who's going to convert. So as soon as you have activation, is it is it a more secure path to those people that convert? Or is that not part of the, the journey? That is definitely part of the journey that is part of the like, once people have done that moment, you're, you're seeing more conversion, like a higher conversion rate with people oh. who've done that but as well as a higher retention rate uh, as well. And an example I can think of is with Slack. You know, for them, they've set the line for their activation. It's actually super interesting. It's when a team has sent, I believe, five, five, 100 or uh, 500 messages or something like that, but it's definitely not one message. Yeah. And the reason why they've set it at that is, uh, you know, the Stuart Butterfield, the CEO of Slack, said in an interview with First Round that they found that 93% of their uh, accounts actually stick around and become lifelong customers once they've reached that specific threshold. So it does, you know, like I mentioned earlier, like this, you know, getting more people to the activation moment increases their likelihood of becoming a paying customer, but not just a paying customer, a long-term paying customer. Yeah, and I think for, for sure. And I mean, I think that is what we what we all want to get to. We we don't want to just have somebody convert and then churn. We want to we want to have enduring, long term, growing value out of these folks. Um, and and I think you're right. I think you know, with your example, it's not just one message that they send. Uh, I mean, somebody may say, "Oh, that's cool with Slack," but they haven't built the habit yet. They haven't fully activated. And I think with Slack, obviously. You know, it requires a team as well. There's a certain sort of motion and momentum that is required to sort of have an account activate. Actually, that I just said an account activate. It, do you think of users or do you think of accounts activating? Such a good question. <laughs> it really, I, I think for B2B, and you need, people need to start thinking about it more of an account. I think especially if it's mm. a multiplayer product yeah. where, you know, it requires you working with other teams, uh, you know, just just having one you like for example for 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 and I'm, I'm i'm sure it's similar at, at cliffolio where you have like this end user that's like hyper power user and you got some users who are there within the same account that is the the one with the credit card yeah yeah <laughs> one, for sure yeah so the so they don't they don't uh come on they don't activate as often and that's okay because within the account they have this one main power user that's actually using it day to day versus the one. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I mean, we are, I mean, as I was saying to you earlier, um, and, and for everybody listening, we're, we're reading through Ramley's book right now. And I think you can actually probably read through the book at least like once every six months or once a year, right. And sort of get new ideas and refine the process. But you're right. I mean, we think of it as a bit of a team sport. You know, we have people that are consuming the data in Clipfolio. We have people that are building the dashboards and the metrics. We have, you're right, somebody that's maybe going to pay for the product, right? And they all come in and play a, a pretty vital role. But do you think that each individual is going to have a, a different activation path as well? I, I would say that you, to your point, probably not. <laughs> I think the person who is there to just put in their credit card, they're not going, they might not be the one to design the, the dashboards and the graphs and plugging in the data. So I think I, I would see, I would find more value. And this is where the whole product led, product led growth movement is. There's the whole, the, 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 the value really comes in with the end user. Cause like, 
know, the people are not going to plug in their data. They're not going to pay the credit card if they're not. Somebody is not the one. The one using it is not getting a ton of value, and we've seen the whole funnel flip upside down, where the end user is now the one who you know we need to show them the value so that they can go and pitch it up to the the decision makers to really be like, hey, um, you know, we 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 want this. We're using this uh, over and over. And this is the same path that with Slack song where. Mm-hmm. A lot of people sign up for it and then they pitch it up to the managers. Like, hey, we're getting a ton of value. Why don't we get our whole company on in on? This? Yeah, I mean, a hundred, a hundred percent. I mean, we we love that go to market motion. Um, you know, we're huge fans of you know PLG is is the way it's it's baked into our DNA. You know, so for us, working through the activation flow is just so incredibly important. Um, so. Tell me a little bit about um, you know, one of the, one of the earlier books that we we read as well was obviously awesome, right? And it talks about making sure that you get your best fit cohort into the funnel. So that I'm sure impacts activation rate, you know, immeasurably. So how how do you think you have to think about getting the right people in, or even before they've they've started the product experience? You know, where does activation start in that whole journey? That is, you you hit the nail on the head there. I think often people think about activation. It's because of the, the way the part metric is structured, you know, acquisition, activation, referral, retention, revenue, and, and it, they think it's sequential. And the real problem is I, acquisition, activation, and retention are so closely linked together that when it comes to activation, you really need to be thinking about what, to your point, like the positioning that April Dunford has talked about and obviously awesome. As well as like the channels, like even channels that you you go to. An example I can think of is like uh, one of the clients that I worked with in the past. You run a bunch of Facebook ads, and sure, we got a bunch of signups, but those signups they left right away. <laughs> They're probably on the mobile phone or something like that. So that channel, particularly that strategy, that tactic, sure, we're getting a bunch of we're acquiring we're great at acquiring but you know like they're not activating it they're not coming back to become paid customers oh ramley ramley you're like you're like diving a, a knife into my chest like we have we have done that exact thing and we were celebrating how many how many facebook leads we were getting right and yeah i mean lots and lots of leads and signups but they weren't the right fit you know so i think the expectation that they had and, and how much time they actually spent, you know, diving into the value was just not a fit for what we were looking for. Totally. I think that's a really good point. Like the channel matters. And then I think also positioning is super critical because there's a whole emotional side to uh, the, the front end, like be, people before people come into your product, if you can get them excited, like super excited, like it's, it's like getting into a party and getting it hyped up before you get into the party. Of course, your expectation is going to be high, but you're like looking forward to it and you're more motivated to actually have fun and try out the product versus like a positioning that's very unclear. It's like, what is, what is, mm-hmm. what is this saying? What are you, what are you product? They're more skeptical. And so they're, they're, they might turn off when they, they first hit friction or some kind of a roadblock versus somebody super motivated might actually go through. So I, I really do really like, you know, when people are looking at activation, don't people jump into like, let's fix the product, the in-app experience. Where like often the, the issue I see is more on the upper side of the funnel where, you know, their positioning isn't clear or, you know, you, and the copy isn't, messaging isn't super clear that the, the value of the product is not being shared uh, very succinctly and, and clearly to the users before they even get it. Yeah, the right, the right market, the right user, we have to 
tell the users the right things before they even sign up for the trial or the freemium account. And, and then we have to do the right things in app. Now, what, what about the other side of the equation? What about once a customer signs up? Does activation play a role on that side as well? Or is activation really focused more on the pre and the early few days of the product experience? How far does it extend? Yeah, I would say, you know, once they are, quote unquote, they've reached the activation moment, like you really, you know, the teams who are working on this really need to continue showing uh, value. And you said something earlier that really like struck, you know, th that's the whole gist of, of this, the end goal of all of this. You said habit forming. Mm -hmm. And sure, you know, you when when you form, Alan, have you, what's a recent habit that you form? Is it like writing or or like? waking up early, like, is there any habit that you've recently formed? Ramley, you're putting me on the spot, but what is a, what is a recent habit that I have formed? Oh my God. One that I want to share publicly. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. Let's say, let's say I, I formed a habit every night. I have a, a drink with dinner. <laughs> yeah. Right. Drink, so drinking water, I think the first, the first time it's, uh, it's like, okay, this is, this is all right. But like the habit doesn't form after two or three times for me, it was, it's writing, right? Like writing the first time is hard. Uh, and then you you keep going at it, and then eventually it becomes uh, a consistent pattern of your behavior, and it, you don't have to think about it anymore. It's like mm. it just happens. I think that's that's really the end goal of all of this. Is like how do we get our users to form a habit with a product? Yeah, so it's it's interesting. So I just this past weekend I watched um, the the social dilemma. Right, this is the this is the super scary uh, Netflix movie for all parents. You know about how incredibly habit building um you know the social networks have become so if you if you want to know how to form habits watch the social dilemma as well they have got it nailed down i have seen that as well it is yeah. uh, it, it is there is a dark side to that habit forming stuff yeah there, there definitely is but you know we're talking about we're talking about making sure that you know the user who comes in has obviously raised their hand and they've said there's something here that I need to do from a business point of view, right? We're talking B2B software. So we want to help them be successful. And, you know, it's a waste of our time and it's a waste of their time if A, they're the wrong user. And if B, we're not communicating the value early on, we could have the best product in the world. But, you know, at the end of the day, a massive amount of customers or users don't go on to day two. So how do we how do we communicate that properly i think that's the kind of habit that we're that we're really talking about here so yeah I, i'm totally with you there i think you're you know you're not just thinking about day one you're thinking about day two and day day 30 particularly i think i've read some stats that you know like within the first most SaaS products lose their users within the first two to three days and yeah. i think that's just making sure that um, you know, that first mile, uh, as Scott Belsky, the chief product officer at, at Adobe said, like, you really got to nail that first mile, like that first yeah. few minutes or a few hours that you have with the user. So does that mean that if, if we are talking about activation rate, that like should, should SaaS product companies um, and product teams and, and the marketing teams is the biggest opportunity for those that have never really looked at activation is the biggest opportunity in the first few days like if they were going to tackle and you know what is the biggest lever to focus on you know should they be looking at activation over seven days 30 days 90 days or is it really sort of a you know what figure out the first couple of minutes and figure out the first you know couple of days what what, what is your advice there 
Yeah, I I'm a little bit biased. <laughs> the data and the data that I've seen, and I'm sure you've, you your team has seen that as well, is like that first um, first at least first. Let's get the first day correct first, like that moment, the first time that they sign up. I think that you, could, you we can never get that back. <laughs> you know, like I said, the fresh yeah. impression is super super critical. I think once once that you know is really figured out it's when you start looking at the future interestingly enough I, I, some companies like i've talked to like deputy um they had a child with the head of growth there they really try to button down like within the sev first seven minutes <laughs> a user needs to activate or else we're gonna lose them forever it's like what how do you get seven minutes it's like oh we looked at the data we talked to our customers uh it's like man that's really really specific the way that they are super intentional about uh, the the way that their product customer success and growth team are really working together so so ramley you may you may be onto something there because a couple of years ago i was in california and i visited with intuit uh, the makers of quickbooks i was i was blown away because they actually have a, a team that focuses on the first 10 minutes you know like this and you know quickbooks is used by hundreds of millions of of you know, small, mid-sized businesses, you know, think about how many people that they're onboarding and looking to activate and, and show the value to. So a team focused on the first 10 minutes. Now, it probably, it probably varies tremendously from company to company. So, you know, and, and again, like, I don't know that you can, because you can't specifically define activation for every company the same way, maybe it's 10 minutes, maybe it's 30 minutes, maybe it's seven days. Like, I don't know how long it took Slack to get to 500 or 2,000 messages, but probably not within the first five minutes. Um, so it probably does vary quite a bit. Totally, totally. And I think going back to that Slack example, I think they, they their product team probably, is similar. I really love that example. I need to talk to somebody from to it now, the first 10 minutes. They probably have a team dedicated to the first message and then the first 100 message. Yeah. And then Slack probably has one all the way to the 500 message. So I think yeah. it's more of a, a marathon where like, okay, we got to get people the first mile. After that, let's get them to the second mile. And then let's get them to the whole marathon, 26 miles or whatever that is. Yeah. And I mean, I think, I think everybody's seen those, you know, decay curves. Um, you know, you get a thousand people in, you know, on a daily or monthly basis. And then you look at day two and my God, that is a scary cliff that, uh, you know, that, that shows you how many people never, ever come back, right? So again, I think there's a huge, huge lever, especially for, for companies that have never focused on early activation or, or onboarding, like focus on the first, I would say, couple of days minimally, and then sort of start learning, you know, what else is happening. So is there, I know the answer is no, but I want to hear it from you. Is there a benchmark for activation? Yeah, <laughs> you, you already there. There, it's really, really tough. I think you you made the point. Like activation can uh, the word the activation event can be different for different companies as well as you know like it could your definition your team's definition of activation uh, could change. Like for example, at AppQs, we we changed uh, what our activation event is. You know, first of all, before it was getting them to publish live on the site. It's like we realized well. You know that's way too far down the user journey mm -hmm. and we want to see a more of a leading indicator and we've you know we define it earlier now to like you know just getting installing a chrome plugin and, and seeing it live but i have seen in general like a good a good benchmark for activation rate is between like 20 to 40 percent something like that okay. for for users uh, nice. but don't quote me on that i would compare it from week to week 
uh, within your product as well as like uh, really trying to hone in on what activation event is? Yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I think, I think companies need to compare to how are they doing historically. Uh, all companies are, of course, different. Some products are much simpler for users to understand and, 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 and see the value and other products are much more complicated or maybe it's more of a team approach before they can truly activate. But I think that's, that's, a, that's a good number to keep in, in mind. Aspire to be 20 to 40% if you can get there. And of that cohort, they should then be predictably converting into paid accounts. And I mean, that's a whole nother, you know, kettle of fish. You know, how do you, how do you put the right levers in place and, and, and pricing model? But um, certainly from an activation point of view, I, I, like, I like that as sort of a, a very rough benchmark. What are, the, what are the other metrics that you typically look at or think about when you're looking at activation rate as well? Yeah, in terms of activation rate, I think people can take a look at now, you know, once they've activated, you want to take a look at your cohort of um, weekly active users or monthly mm -hmm. active accounts could be something that, that people need to be looking at. I think as soon as you know, the activation event isn't just for um, the first time onboarding experience. It's also a good uh, thing, a way to see whether your users or accounts are healthy and that could, mm -hmm. which ones are churn risk. So I think those are some really important one activation that activation event is super critical to um, not just activation rate for new users, but as well as for regular users and power users that that could potentially show to you how well your your accounts and your business is doing. Yeah, absolutely. And as your activation rate goes up, um, as you just said, like keep an eye on daily, weekly, monthly active users. You know that should be going up as well. You should be retaining those and growing that cohort. And then clearly, you know, this has got massive downstream, you know, opportunities as well. So your conversion rate is going to go up. Um, your retention rate is going to go up because people get it. Hopefully your, your K factor or your virality will increase as well because people will say, hey, wow, this, awesome, this product is so cool. And hopefully they will tell the, the, their other best fit um, friends about it as well. So you sort of get that multiplier effect as well. So Ramley, any last advice? So you know, for somebody that is just starting to think about activation, um, you know, they've got a software application, they've got users coming in, you know, maybe they haven't even looked at, you know, that green thread uh, journey. Any advice that you would give somebody who's just starting to think about uh, activation rate? Yeah, you brought up the book, obviously awesome. I would also suggest people take a look at that. I think really uh, getting to know your best fit customers, like you mentioned, is super, super critical. And I'm surprised how uh, few <laughs> they say they know their customers <laughs> and the users but they uh i've i've seen only a handful of you uh companies that really really value uh talking to customers over and over again to understand you know because you what we just talked about activation event could can shift the marketing could shift um the industry can shift the product and comp competitors can shift and really like getting plugged in and having your e uh, people's ears to the ground is super super important so that, that will be my parting advice to folks is like, start there. If you start there and, uh, and you don't listen to anything else that we just chatted about, uh, you know, that, that should lead you to the, the customers will lead you to the right path. Ramley, John, everybody, Ramley, thank you so much. I think that's awesome parting advice. Always start with the customer. Understand your customer, the customer, if you're listening, the customer will lead you 
to the right decisions. So again, Ramley, thank you so much. And make sure everybody check out Ramley's book on uh, activation onboarding, product-led onboarding, and um, all the best, Ramley. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed today's conversation about metrics and data, be sure to check out Metric HQ, our online resource for the metrics that matter most to you and your business.